Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
everyone and welcome back to straight white whale what the fuck is this man oh no man no very professional very that was fine young cannibals that were playing there you won't get that on capital fm um imagine that on capital fm wait a minute wait a minute oh no the buttons just fucked it the fucking button's fucked. <laughs> Can some cunt come in and fucking fix this button? But hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. My name's Darren Connell and that was a lovely intro. Move your mic down a wee bit. Yes, I'm having a nightmare today. Um, before we start, <laughs> Paul's going to do an ad read. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. This week's sponsor is Avon Argue and Arguing Co Legal, who are a law firm based in Glasgow. They can assist you with any legal issue or most any legal issue, but if they can't, they'll point you in the right direction of a trusted partner. So any issue whatsoever, as long as it's legal, contact them. Their main area of expertise is personal injury claims. So if you've been in a car accident or injured at work, get in touch and Arguing Co. will get you the maximum compensation that you deserve. The main difference between Arguing Co. Legal and the big law firms that you see in the TV is the level of customer service and their approachability. They genuinely treat their clients like a friend or family member and they always keep them up to date with their case. So Arguing Co. Legal are generally cheaper than any law firm and have a range of funding options, including no win, no fee. But if there is a fee and you quote straight white whale, you will get a discount. So contact Arguing Co. Legal on 0141-378-4145. You can get them on their website, which is arguingco.co.uk. That's A-R-G-U-E-A-N-D-C-O.co.uk. Or visit them at 9 George Square, Glasgow. Thank you very much for keeping the lights on. Thank you very much, Paul. Um, Chef's kiss. Yes. <laughs> Talking about chef's kiss. Oh, <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. We've got a, a guest in the studio this week, very funny stand-up comedian, up and coming, doing very well in the circuit, Paddy Linton, very much. Thank you very Hello. much. Thanks for having his own, man. And also a chef. Ah, uh, chef as well. So you have to kiss me and Paul now. <laughs> chef's kiss, let's do this, man. Freeway winch right in the middle of the room, man, I'll do it. <laughs> a freeway winch. <laughs> Um, did you enjoy that tune? Uh, it was a banger. It reminded me of being like 16 and drinking cider in a park. Aye. What park cool. would it have been? It would have been either Alley Park or Hugginfield Lock, mate. Oh, <laughs> Up the Huggy. Alley Park, where's that? Uh, Denison. Denison. Oh, aye. aye. Alexandra. Yes, I'm oh. aware of it. Aye, takes us back. Um, play that out my friend, no, mate. That tune, Aye. Aye. Belter. I want you and Jack Train on Laura to sing it as well. <laughs> Me and Jack will be snorting eckies after coughing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to get Paddy on for a long time, Paul, but I know that 
you know, because he's a chef, he does 23 hour shifts, <laughs> uh-huh. seven days a week. Uh-huh. Um, he's got a day off the day, so we've got him in. Um, I know a couple of comedians that were chefs. Aye. And you know, like, all comedians are mentally ill. Yeah. So Every single <laughs> comedian. <laughs> but a chef comedian. Uh-huh. Holy fuck. Aye, mate. Aye. Double mental, mate. Double mental. Aye. Aye. Like, chefs are all fucking nuts, man. Like, they're all fucking I know a comedian called Stephen Halcrow and he was just like I don't buy food for my house the only thing I've got in my fridge is vodka I was just <laughs> like Stephen you're right <laughs> that's just standard for a chef <laughs> like go home and just eat a pot noodle with your tap half greeting <laughs> if you're cooking all these gourmet meals all day like fucking doing all these garnishes and then just going home and eating a fucking Mars bar in the dark <laughs> 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 I, had a, I had an auntie that was a chef and um she used to literally like live in her bed like i had two cousins and they that do you remember the, the type of house where you went around there was like beans oil the floor and all that if they, if they were like do you want a drink you you were like no <laughs> or you took the drink but you didn't actually uh, fucking drink it they'd one of the houses but my auntie would like li- and it was a scheme auntie like my mom's best pal uh, she would literally come home for work and go to bed and then would spend all weekend in bed yeah no as an adult i'm like she was clearly fucking depressed <laughs> but she's like away and i just didn't think two things out we used to just run absolute fucking riot in our house do you know what i mean <laughs> she's pure shattered for walking like seven hours a week i well my uncle bed. left her as well like oh, so wow. it was a- <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was legit aye it was like it was legit, legit depression <laughs> aye that I was like definitely like, why are they hussies where you could mention on the wall oh you know fuck I mean? man I miss the gaffs man <laughs> like the smell of the gaffs like I've smelt one of the gaffs like in recent years and it pure takes me back instantly because now like you'd have one of the families in your school that had like a waning every year it was um, a family I won't say their names but um, they stayed up Rikese next to my mates us, and you see they used to just walk in the front door like the front door was just always open. I didn't get that fucking lock on it. And it was fucking nuts. They let you drink and stuff. Oh, aye, mate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not, mate. This is aye, probably <laughs> the most probably day in lineups at fucking the 16th birthday party for fuck's sake. Oh, my this God. This is the type of tournament. Am I right, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in what the club. Like, what, 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 like, so. Me and Paddy came from like the same geographical area in the planet, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like the same bit of the jungle. Hi. And Hi. see when I talk to sometimes like I'll talk to talk to people for like rough bit like Pollock or Springburn, like Burmolock or whatever. And you're just thinking like the East End was just that wee bit mirth like full of fucking crackpots. But some of the stuff like i mean like me and paddy are having a laugh there but that type of shit absolutely 100 percent happened <laughs> you, were, you were for black hill paddy black hill aye. aye toy ahoy trips yes <laughs> smash this gaff up man <laughs> <laughs> aye so uh whose parties and stuff were Got just different breed wild mate aye because we had someone local to us that was similar to that and his house was painted like a Jimi hendrix album cover he had like psychedelic paint over his house and i randomly walked into his house one night and i was like this is fucking mental so i what's black hill like these days oh it's not even there anymore it's like it's all been demolished there's only like four streets here left private housing estate now isn't it? Uh, it's like rainbow valley it's called now but the old school black hill where do you know black hill at all Tom? no really do you, do you know where Arthur Thompson's house was on Provin Mill Road? Yes. 
That, that's probably my old road, isn't Yeah, it? I used to stay right opposite. Yep. Right. So, right. So, did you stay in the four in the blocks? Aye. Right, so you were like, I mean, they were still rough, but then... Don't worry. No, like, we, we graduated <laughs> to them. We grew up... You hung about. You hung about around the corner. <laughs> we grew up in the slums. They had grey tenements. They right. were like Craig and Muir Street and all that, but uh-huh. Max Wilton Road. And then we graduated into the four in the blocks. the block. But um, you would turn then... So where Paddy stayed, you would, if you were going west, looking towards town, you would turn left... There was this tea close on the corner that would literally have the Black Hill toy just in the close. So there would be like four of them standing outside, but there would be like 12 of them in the fucking close. And when you took that left turn and then took a right, you literally went into like a scene for like a favela. See if I'm like, like a Brazilian favela, but like you would take that corner and then all of a sudden there's a wind cutting about with like knee bottoms and knee shoes on, just a t-shirt. And then you're like, what the fuck is going on here? There's like a house on fire, somebody hanging out a window. It was like, it was rough. Like, Aye, and like rough. 20 free range dugs just running about like pure dangerous dugs that used to chase you up your close and that. Aye. It was amazing. Man. I remember, do you remember the penny for the guy people? See, when Aye. I was younger, I got a wee flashback there of a last she said something like penny for the guy and she was holding a wain and she was like it's for the wain as well and I thought I was like that's not a real fucking wain because she was a wain she was like 10 or something and I was like that's a doll and she's like it's a fucking wain and I was like is it fuck that's not a wain and then she's like oh, look and it was a fucking baby I was like no way <laughs> I thought I was a fucking like she was at it and it was a toy doll or something I was like no way man that's Just a fucking baby cutting up it with a baby graft <laughs> I was like, who? Do you think I'm a dafty? That's a fucking doll. And all I heard was, guy. I was like, holy fuck, I'm out of here. Thingy, we used to do Penny for Guy. We found a great hack. So for anybody that's young listening to this, um, see Penny for the Guy, uh, if there was a sale at game, my wee sister had this massive Bugs Bunny teddy. And it was like about the same height as me. So I put my full sale kit on it. Went outside Bird's Bar in the Gallagate. And we made about 120 quid. Which, when you're a wee guy, is like a million. Aye, in the do you know what I mean? I mean, in real time, in real terms, money, it's like five hundred quid or something. <laughs> yeah, like, no. I just say, say bird, I'm rich. Penny for the guy up there, ah, and they'd be like, "Fuck you, man, else what could you?" That's mean? the type of entrepreneur, like that. That's the type of entrepreneurial mind that should have been on like The Apprentice. Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> just me walking out in dragons, dead with a bug's bunny, a silly Hear me out, right, Peter Jones. Hear me out, right. <laughs> we just take it to every football pub <laughs> in the country. Duncan, you seem like a good Celtic man yourself, mate, you know. <laughs> Fuck, Duncan Bannantyne. But... He's blocked me on Twitter. Is he? Yeah. For what? <laughs> the simple question of, does your gym have a toasty machine? <laughs> Did not go down well with Duncan. <laughs> Fair enough, I asked him about 40 times, but... Ah, he blocked me, <laughs> fucking prick. It's <laughs> amazing. I <laughs> didn't expect that. He's blocked me in twelve. <laughs> I know, pure raging, pure seething with rage, man. And it was about ten years ago. I never forget. I, I wish I, I, I can't wait to bump into that cunt. I you honestly, I'm gonna chin you, him on it. You used to have a blue tick, so you were trolling people with a blue tick. So you would get away. Like you, they would notice your troll. See if like. I went on Twitter and tweeted Duncan Bar or replied to every tweet with like, does your gym have a toast? He probably wouldn't even see it, mm-hmm. but because you had the blue tick, it the would be gone pure straight to the top of their notifications. Aye. They'd be like, who is that? Nowadays when, a blue, when I see a blue tick, I'm like, it's a troll. Yeah. Because it's yeah. all the fucking troll accounts. But back then when you seen, see if a blue tick followed you, you were like, ooh, Aye. who's that? 
<laughs> I don't see you on Twitter, Paddy. I see that you've got a, a Twitter account, but you don't really tweet. Nah, man, I don't. I, can't I thought you would it. be amazing on Twitter, I, trolling cunts. Ah, uh, mate, I, I just can't be fucked with it. Like, I'm, yeah. Just social media itself, I'm terrible at it, man. I just can't be bothered posting and fucking... I bet you, it. I know you don't do Twitter, right? But see, back in the day, I bet you you done it on Opal. See the old fucking radios that you used to use? Mm, CB. Oh, a CB aye. radio? Did aye. you use that? Oh, mate, I was classing a CB radio, mate. <laughs> mate. That was my Twitter. Aye, like, see, if I was born in 1960, mate, I'd be fucking golden. <laughs> well, we set up a CB in during lockdown. Like, I was telling, so uh, my partner, Sharon's 10 years younger than me, so that's a humble brag. Nah. But she's... Uh, <laughs> She's getting the idea, like, Aye. bought a house, you know, like, she grew up in Bailiston, but it's like, you know, nice, you know, like, what I would dragged up, do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, like me and my mate were like, do you know, CB, and we're talking, like, before the internet, Aye. like, she was like, oh, it, like, MSN? Oh like, no. But I but we're like a radio mic, you're talking to pedophiles and you're talking to truck drivers. <laughs> taxi companies. <laughs> yeah. You'd be sitting in the back of your taxi and all of a sudden you'd hear your cousin on the fuck off you daft and all or whatever. Coming in on the side there, bro. Aye. But we we set up a CB and my mate had like full aerial still like hooked it up to the, the power pack and we go in the CB and we're like oh my god like what a blast for the past was there cunts on it? Like, aye there's people on it? on it and there was still people on it that I recognised oh my when god. I was on the CB back in the day because my mate still stays in Carntine aye so he was like that's such and such and I was like you kidding is he alright you know what I mean <laughs> but still on the CB did you used to listen to like the pirate radio like Sunday night people would Activate put their nasty band like run their, their mic and just play uh, tunes. Oh mate, classic. Used to get shout outs all the time, man. And then like you could phone in and they would read out your message. You can be like, oh, you can tell Smitty if your mama is getting ripped, right? Yeah, pure buzzing with a shout out. <laughs> no, if you're fleeing. Did you ever I would imagine have you ever been involved in <laughs> have you ever been involved in a diss track? And I, no, I've never been like diss tracks came just after me, I think. Uh -huh. So like Aye, like, diss tracks were only, like, a couple of years after me, and they really made diss tracks when we were in school. Imagine that 15 years later, though, you've got a wife, a, a Wayne, and a job and all that, and it's just, remember you done that diss track? Hold you for the rest of your friend, life. Threatening people on YouTube. Aye, your man's a dafty, you're getting done. So I don't think we're far away, and maybe in podcast terms, like, we're seeing things like they're doing, like, TikTok people having, like, mad wee rivalries. Uh, so yeah. wee local rivalries and stuff. We're going to end up with, like, I wonder who will be involved in Scotland's first podcast wars. Oh, that would be class, man. It's came for the ice cream wars to the podcast wars. <laughs> <laughs> Poddy wars. That'd be shite. <laughs> just getting slaughtered. There'd be no violence. Everybody's a shite bag. Yeah, I like just people slagging each other and then going, but take care of yourself. Look after your mental health. <laughs> Aye. Leaves a five star review. <laughs> 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 oh. So we've been gigging a few times recently, Paul, me and Paddy. We, I'll, I'll get to the, f the fun one first. <laughs> I'll, we'll talk about the chocolate Yazoo flashback in oh, about five minutes, right? Me. He's seen me go through some war. Aye. What? Mental. I, I think he was on the verge of, I was talking about chocolate Yazoo. We went into a garage coming back for a gig and I clocked it and I, I was having Vietnam flashbacks. Aye, like I'd went away. Like I like when we walked in, he picked up a chocolate Yazoo. I'd went round and got my full meal deal, like sides a lot and an extra juice. And I came back and he was still just staring at it. Just <laughs> staring at it. Like, I mean. Aye, so. But, what, what trauma have you got involving 
chocolate yazoo. I don't even know how we started talking about it, but um, I ended up drinking one because I was talking about it that much. <laughs> um, how did I bring that up? Right. The yazoo, do you remember? Because we were talking Aye, about it. We were, you were just talking about... Um, we were talking shite on the way to a gig and like... <laughs> In the dead air, I've been in a motor with four comedians. <laughs> <laughs> just always pure ripping IADD, like somebody better say something. <laughs> <laughs> Yazoo's my icebreaker. Are <laughs> you like, anybody like chocolate Yazoo's? <laughs> Crowd walking the backseas. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to four hours later, and I'm like, I'm, I need to get one party or I'm going to die in my sleep. <laughs> uh, bye, it was nice. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about the jail we done a jail gig though about two weeks ago first time I've ever done a jail gig Paddy does the, the, the jail gigs quite a lot with Tattoo Dave and what's what's Tattoo Dave's one called? Uh, Wholesome Prison Blues yes so we done it at the Fringe as well and it was me Dave Amanda Hussey Mikey Motion Jack Trainer, and Eddie McKenzie and uh, we did like a tour of all the Scottish jails we've done like 40 odd now man it's mental amazing <laughs> my daddy imagine him in a jail i'd imagine he would he's a good cunt by the way eddie's brand he's yeah, a great I, guy i like he's like he's, brian blessed or something isn't he? so like i he's like brian blessed at jack black um <laughs> thingy, that's his words they see it barrel like i went out first at barrel and it was like i knew half the cunts in the crowd oh, did like, you? i was black hillboys there and all was that. I, and i was like worried for eddie because he does like musical comedy Right. And it's like, and he's such a lovely guy. He's got like a, like a posh Inverness accent. I was like, oh, these cunts are going to like fucking shank him, man. Uh -huh. And they pure went mental for him. Like pure responded so well. Aye. Aye. Because he did a tune harsh. about Mad Dog and they were all like, Mad Dog! <laughs> I find that as well. Flashbacks. <laughs> I find that, see, when it's people that just want to, you know, well-behaved prisoners and they just want a good time. But uh, I don't know if you've met Eddie. He's got such a unique voice it's a great voice man Aye. just sitting in a green room a green room with him and he's just like yes <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> fucking brilliant bless you <laughs> i to the point the first two minutes you're like is he taking a piss and then you're like no that's his no, voice that's his voice so we done we went up to adderwell it's between glasgow and edinburgh uh -huh. and we all done the gig in a faith room big massive fucking crucifix on the wall and a picture of a swan beside it for some Aye. reason and it was amazing but it was weird two in the afternoon in the faith room uh, <laughs> live in the faith room live. me paddy jack tattoo dave and mikey motion so it was funny as fuck it was good it was Aye, a good gig it was it? a good squad I, like, yeah it was a good laugh the thingy that's a private jail so yeah. they're all sound in there because like there's two private jails that and i think it's cottonville and it's like sodexo and how the kids that run all the food at like hamden and all that uh -huh. they run jails wow so like when me and jack first went in we found it was a private jail and we did know that we radio interview we did an interview in that room with a guy and we were like i don't know how i feel about private jails like cunts profiting off of other people's like fucking mistakes mm -hmm. and then they gave us a toffee crisp and we're like oh, that's all right actually <laughs> 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 All socialist views went out the window. <laughs> For a fucking toffee crisp. Wow. Toffee crisp. Oh, really? A uh, toffee crisp? But a lot of prisoners, they, they all clamour to get into that jail because it's like cushy because you get like 30 hours a week education, whereas in like the other jails, you only get like 12 hours a week. So it's actually a good thing, the private jails. Because right. they have to do that or something. I don't know why. Yeah, I've seen that. There was like Polish lessons, basic skills, maths and stuff. 
I was like, I could fucking do that. Aye, mate. I think I'm not committing a fucking severe crime to get a wee six month. Aye, mate. Business degree. Thinking about killing some cunt with a slab so I can do my fucking. GCSEs again. Ah, <laughs> 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 that's smart, cunt, the jewel. Aye, but it was a good day, man. Tattoo Dave's a good guy as well. And we went up, and it was just weird, like sitting in a canteen, all the police looking at you, eating Aye. curry chips. I like the the thingy. We said that when we went in. So like, we went in, met all the prisoners and stuff, and then we came back out to get a lunch. With all the staff. See, when we walked into the cafeteria, it was more hostile than the prisoners. Yeah. Everybody oh, really? was like, ah, fuck you's doing here. We're Aye. like, flashing all wee visitor passes. Just try to get chips and curry. A prisoner walked past me and did that. Oh, fresh meat. Did uh, he? Aye. And then I done that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you don't fuck me, mate. I fuck you. <laughs> Do you think I'm... You think I'm in here getting fucking English lessons or something, mate? I'm fucking Red Dragon. I will go through your arsehole. I'll eat a fucking Bible in front of you, you cunt. I'm in here for a gig and they'll keep me in here, you fucking rat fuck. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> mate that's, that's ruined my self-esteem. Nobody's ever said that to me in the show. I've been getting in with my own bars of soap and throwing them on the deck. <laughs> I am like, here, mate, you make... Me See if the next time I do a jail gig and somebody says that, I'll be like, you make me horny, mate. <laughs> I'm horny right now. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> no, but see the guy that sets the gigs up? I don't want to name the guy. It's like a guard, brand new guy. Oh, but he's lovely, man. I, the, the police were quite strange. There was a drug dog that came through and I went to pat it and the guy was like, don't touch that. No, shut up. To be fair. Oh, I wanted a fucking. But he was clapping it. <laughs> he's like, it's only it's my dog. Nobody else touches ah, it. He's the only one that's allowed to reward it, so it stays loyal to him. Uh, It'll be like, like my ex bud. <laughs> 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 he's stealing her moves. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one that's allowed to give you a clap. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, but that that was a really good day. Such a strange <laughs> feeling, but being back in Glasgow for like three o'clock. Aye, after a gig, like you've got all the adrenaline and all that. You're like, what do we do? Like, I don't know, go and get breakfast or something. Trapped back half in Glasgow, just rattling. Like, I think I'm, I got a fucking rape threat there off a prisoner. How do you, how do you think you would do, Angel? You go first. Uh, I think I'd be all right. I think I'd use the same survival skills that I learned in the scheme. By just being funny and then being pure mental. Like, like taking a down, because I used to take downs in school, but right. I'd still scrap cunts so that they wouldn't just bully us. Uh -huh. So I that's what I would do. I would just like try and take somebody's eye out or some shit. Like they'll <laughs> they'll not be cunting, but they'll have one eye less, so they'll be uh -huh. like thinking twice about doing it again. Uh -huh. And then just try to be Which like rip did a you cunt. Go to? Uh, St. Rocks. Oh, did you? Aye, uh, Royston. Right. Uh, Usually, have been black cow were a pure minority. Uh, and, and, uh, we used to come. Uh, we, we were like away fans. Got to school every uh, day, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a band of forties. Uh, uh, remember, country uh, stay like. But my my brother-in-law, he stayed in a part of Easterhouse and he went to school in the other part of Easterhouse. And for the full like four years that he went to high school, every day, him and like three of his mates would come out and run. Yep. 
That was like their existence. Don't get caught. After wow. <laughs> so mental. It's mental. It's because you stay it's like mental. 14 streets away from uh-huh. me. Like, uh-huh. There's still an Easter house. Mate, Easter house gets six mini schemes in it. Aye, like I grow and Provy. To- Provy to- they've got a toy as well. And aye, it's, it's crazy. Mate, like, see, when I went to, when I was in secondary school, I went to St. Andrews. Uh, a guy bartered a guy in the boys' toilets. So I must have been about third year so they were in second year and this guy's family turned up in a transit van <laughs> with like hatchets swords and like <laughs> the teacher held the door open for them as they like charged <laughs> through the school like that happened pointed what? the guy out <laughs> he's sitting there no but honestly that happened mate like when i was in second year we turned up to school and there was a guy did in the the football pitch fuck's sake man and he'd get killed Cranhill fighting Greenfield the Sunday night and they had they noticed and like people like we guys coming out of school and there's like a dead body in the football pitch that's heartbreaking man so like nuts, man. that was but that it was just normal though was, well <laughs> stuff like that was, still... was abnormal but like the stuff that we're talking about like people fighting after school like having to come out and run because you've got to school in the wrong scheme and being pure victimising school for what scheme you come from like that shit was real man like that was real I remember there was a school where uh, it was a school fight and it was a boy for Royston, a boy for Black Hill, and we were all like stoning, we were all a Black Kill, a boy for Royston. And the boy for Royston was stoning, it'll be a crowbar on this one. And he was saying to the boy for Black Hill, take off that double finger drink. And he's like, mate, you've got a fucking crowbar on your hand. Take off your double take, finger drink. Take off your double finger drink, that's no fair. Hi. <laughs> he's like, drop the crowbar then. <laughs> crowbar, it's such an odd weapon as well. Very specific. <laughs> no, like, where do you even get a crowbar? Uh, they just show up. As if the dad's going to be like, oh, here, where's my crowbar? I'll, I needed to use that. <laughs> I need to break into a motor the night. <laughs> what were you going to use a crowbar for? Right, so, yeah, ask me if I would survive. Oh, that's right. Aye, sorry. So you would do all right? You'd be all right? I, f- I think so, I, I don't know. You would just revert back to the survival techniques? Very old, aye, the old scheme. <laughs> Excuse me. So, how do you think you would go on? I would walk up. You know how every prison's got a pure brand new sound guard that all the prisoners love uh, and they're like, treat him or her well? I would walk up to that cunt on the first day and I would bite his fucking nose off, clean off his face, and I'd do that. <laughs> Welcome to hell! <laughs> and then I'd just live... I'd imagine after that they'd put you in a cell for like 23 hours a day. I'd be cool with that. 23 hours yeah. a day, walk around in a circle, get my steps in. <laughs> No telly, no music, no that, but I can do that because my music's in there, mate. <laughs> in there, mate. The voices in uh, your head would sing to you. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I blink, I hear an orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I would think that going to jail would be, it's up there. I've got like a pure existential fear, so I think it wouldn't be as bad as what I think it is. Nah. Do you know what I mean? It's like pure, oh... I wouldn't be able to do that and fuck that and blah, blah, blah. I would do the same as you. I would revert to my role. And like when I was in the scheme, I was always like. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The thinker. Aye. So I would always be the one like, we should do this. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like, oh, I'm old, they're sneaky. Like, and would that be Aye. better in there? So I would be, I would be like going to people and going, I'm useful. Like, I'm, I'm a useful type. Like, I can, I'm, you know, I can think. Yeah. I just get the ear of the most mental cunt, like become his right hand man, uh, like become his brain. I like exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, here it seems like a cushy life. See, when we were getting interviewed off that guy on the radio, uh, he he was just sitting there like, ah, aye, man, you get free pure. Just woke up, <laughs> like wash your face first, you cunt. He kept pressing things like it was pure ruining your ADD because uh, we was doing a radio interview, but he had like a wee soundboard in front of him. He was just mm-hmm. going do 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 he's just oh, sitting there like rocking oh, i can't admit as soon as that happened i just stared staring at the carpet no blinking <laughs> everybody else was having a laugh jack was jumping in and stuff and i was and just staring like at the carpet. flashing lights and pressing all these buttons or one of the guys oh, have you heard this comedy thing right wait about two seconds and i'll play it played it on youtube the worst fucking thing you'll ever hear in your life ah uh, you're right okay uh, wow apart from that it was a good laugh <laughs> <laughs> I said to that boy, I was like, oh, were you at the last one? Because so I could change my material. And he was like, no, nah, I was UTI. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, I was under the influence. I was like, what? You were just wrecked? I was like, <laughs> just get wrecked, man. Like, spice. Fucking. Two in the afternoon. <laughs> I like eating books that are like blended with spice. That's, that's how they get it in. <laughs> is it? I, in drones as well. Wow. Just fly a drone that. right up to your window, man. Imagine I'm Off the type you? of prisoner that would. I would eat half a book and they'd be like, no, that's the wrong book, mate. <laughs> There's nothing in that. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. You'd be man. like, I'm at my nut. <laughs> <laughs> I've just Don't. ate half a fucking dictionary, <laughs> I feel like you're the type of prisoner that get kept with like the wee leather mask and all that. Do you know what I mean? And like Aye. strapped to a table. And, like Wheeled in. They wheel you out and you're just pure calm as fuck. You're like, I quite like it. Strapped on <laughs> my table. <laughs> and bricked it- up the entire time. It's my... <laughs> 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 Aye, man. Is it face. weird that I take that as a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I that's mad. Is that Paddy's there ever been like a pure, like horrible prison experience, or they all because it's the good bit. It's got to be the good behaviour. Aye, no, People they've all, they've always been like pure sound. There's never been a situation like the only situations happen in my own heat like i've walked to the toilet and i'm like oh fuck three cunts could just come in here and shag a death out of me man but like nothing's ever happened <laughs> trying to will it into existence and, I, Manifesting. and i feel like i'm, I'm <laughs> staying in the toilet for four hours like hurry up boys man let's get this, get ah, this party started i really wish i don't get shagged in here <laughs> like, like a, but... a, a vision board <laughs> <laughs> That scene for American History X on a vision board. <laughs> Hi. 
what was the first what was the first time you did a prison gig it was a i think it was lomos and it was me dave amanda and jack Mm -hmm. and like for us like for us getting into a jail you know how hard that is for us but for amanda like she's getting a room full of like fucking hundred dangerous guys yeah and um thing hey amanda's a fucking boss she was like i'll go in first and she went on first and pure riffed it we were in the back just like ah this is mental amazing by like the it, i didn't know what to expect you know what it's like when you, yeah. you just don't know what to expect like the only thing you've got is like for films and stuff like ah, you expect yeah. them all to be like pure fucking try to stab you and stuff but i used to visit my dad in the jail all the time jail sound yeah he's <laughs> a piss Cushy. especially uh, now man heat bed I don't know. I fucking take that any day of the week. Mate, there's so many cunts, man. It's so sad where, like, you say to them, like, when are you out? And they're, like, six weeks, but I don't want it. Because, like, I've heard about the cost of living crisis. You know, like, they, want to, they actually want to stay in jail. Yeah. That's how fucked this world's got. Where, like, Sometimes I think, I mean, I don't know how, how normal it is, but I've heard stories about they came out in a flat with no carpet, no furniture, no even get a wash machine. Do you know what I mean? It's like a wash machine in the fridge, like white goods in a council flat. Yeah. With, and it's like, that's fucking fucking hell man like if you want to make somebody want to re-offend do you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like drop them out into poverty such a do you know i think that's <clears throat> i've just i don't stupid thought dream do you know i think that's kind of strange that if you commit a crime we take care of all your basic needs yeah, yeah. but i but if, but you if don't, you're outside like, if, you, if you if you if you play the game and you're I, outside a lot nah fuck you you're a scrounger 60 quid a week Aye, man. 60 quid a week and it's 50 quid a week for gas <laughs> when <Yeah>. you go <laughs> uh, that's mental i sometimes i've had to go to my bed with my clay zone and my hood up because i've been unable to pay my heating yeah. like, i might just kill a cunt with a slab <laughs> that's my king you're, you're focused on that slab thing man I like it I love a good slab I <laughs> <laughs> walk about with a fucking slab like. <laughs> off slab <laughs> imagine just saying that but like I'm in I, what are you in for killed a cunt with a slab alright avoid him at all costs <laughs> you're out in the yard and there's a slabs at your feet Aye. like fuck oh, that's a nice fucking slab that man <laughs> yeah there's some really good slabs out here <laughs> Belters, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep on a slab, it's good for your back, not. <laughs> you can do a lot with a slab. <laughs> so you um you run gigs as well, don't you? Ah uh, well, using the term run very loosely. Um <laughs> the I had a weekly open mic at Tenants yes. every Monday. And then thing I do that gig with Charlie and Cameron's which is once a month on a Sunday. Um, and I, like, the day in the open mic, I only set up the tenants gig. I used to ticket it, like, every week. But yeah. then it got to the point where I started losing money and I was paying to, like, do it. And I was like, fuck this. So I just turned it into an open mic. But I just done it so I could get hosting experience. Good. Get better at it. Good, mate. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, it's coming up two years now. Brilliant. That's a great wee room, by the way. That is, it's so good, man. Like, especially see for like the festival. See if you get like 50 people in that wee room, it's fucking electric. Yeah. That's always been a good room. That They've always done comedy uh, for years. Aye, the tenants comedy basement, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Um, and that's that should be a good gig for like, I know Pierce has been doing comped and stuff and all that. So it's, it's good for people to learn. 
I cause like thinking other people that I've sort of been coming up with, like Peter and Pierce and all that, they're like, Oh, I want to be shot at hosting. Yeah. I'm like, fire it in, like, cause it means you can just it's like a muscle in it, like you can't Yeah. Unless you learn how to use it, you can't do it. There's something about hus- uh, hustling. Hustling? There's something about hosting. Fucking hell, man, what happened to me? It's that slab that get hit off my head. <laughs> um, there's something about hosting that just makes you... I used to get really bad nerves all the time. Uh, and see, because I've been hosting more gigs, it helps. It's helped us a lot. Because um, you're on stage for so long, isn't it? Like, yeah. It just means that you have to relax. <laughs> aye. Aye. Um... But aye, that's a good gig. I done that a couple of weeks ago as well, and it was it was good fun. It was good fun, man. It was a buzz. Everybody was pure steaming by the time you were on it. Aye, just a random Monday night. I went out for a milkshake with Pierce Higgins, uh-huh. and he's like, "Do you want to do a gig?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." And I went up, and I was in a pure sugar carpool <laughs> in front of a room full of madweight cunts. I was like, "This is Monday, a Monday night. This is mental." Uh, but I. So chefs, man. They're getting out of their banger. That's a weekend. <laughs> I am Monday. I was like, this is like a fucking Saturday night in jungles. <laughs> fucking hell. You're on that. Yeah. Um, and you're doing a, a Glasgow comedy festival show. I am doing one with Pierce yeah. and James McCluskey. Deep fried and patter. 24th of March. Half four. Blackfriars. That's the best bit of promotion I've ever done. I'm terrible at promoting myself, man. Like, I always, like, put a thing up the night before, like, oh, I'm gigging tomorrow, <laughs> and there's only two tickets away. Just, yeah. no, get to the fucking... You the... should, though, mate. You should do know, it I need to get better at it. Pierce is amazing, and Blackfriars will be good. And when you came and done the funny bunch, you smashed it. I'm on, you killed it. Oh, it was mental. Yeah, but fucking roofed it. The, probably the best gig I've ever had, like... If that's the peak of my comedy career, I'd be happy with that. Like that was because I've got it because Paul filmed it as well, so I've got it. It's just there forever now. So. Amazing. And I was wearing the same gear. I only noticed that when <laughs> I took my jacket off. I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, man! No. <laughs> I've got a clothes, right? Don't know what I But aye, that was amazing, mate. It was amazing so to good. see you, and it gives me a buzz as well. Um, Blackfriars is a, a very nice venue we had a good time we done the funny bunch there on sunday right. mark jennings was on first um alan jay was in the middle Ma- maria macavite yeah and then closing was gavin webster from newcastle he messaged me i don't know if i'm oversharing here he messaged me after it and he done that mate i hate your guts no i was kidding <laughs> um he messaged me and he's like ah, i'm sorry i was in a good chat i had the cold and i've got a wee um health thing going on that's it, i'm not going to share it because it, it's no a bad thing it's like the, the cold and the flu and all that right and i was like i never noticed mate you were fucking brilliant brilliant chat um, but I, it was a great night, eh? Aye, man. It was a cracker, innit? I just realised, I don't it. think I said hello to Sharon, by the way, at all, for the entire night. Oof. Well, I don't know why. You might be on our, our book, I don't know. She's, she's in my book, Matt. Mm-hmm. She's got a slab of your name on it, mate. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's, she's, she's scribed. Death to Dardo. Dardo on a slab. <laughs> it's coming straight for your head. Next you can you do that at Parkage, you can buy a slab. Can buy you? a brick no oh, it's a slab like... it's slabs mate <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking slab rangers and sellers should start doing that selling slabs they <laughs> <laughs> Just... put your whole fucking I'm for black hole right <laughs> this is what for my dad 
Fuck the Pope. <laughs> just a blue slap. <laughs> just a bright blue slap. No, but that was good. There was no, no complaints with Blackfriars on Sunday. Um, aye, it was a really good gig. Alan done well, didn't he? Aye, man, he done the half. Alan J. Uh-huh. Uh, so did everybody, but... Aye, everybody aye. had a good night. It was a good night all round, man. Yeah. Good atmosphere, man. These gigs are fucking... Good atmosphere, no hassle, nay. Even though I got a couple of messages from the patron saying we thought you were going to kick. There was a guy in the third row Aye. that was kind of drunk towards the end, and I had a few people saying I thought you were going to kick his cunt. On. Oh, really? Aye. <laughs> tell, just tell him to shut the fuck up. Aye, but I think I was like a wee bit. I'm going to put a fucking slab out your nut, like, or you. Aye. Totally broke character though. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing, mate? You fucking alright? And then I was like, that to his missus, fucking tell that kind of fucking sort yourself it. What fucking slab on John has fucking shit? Anyway, guys, welcome to the stage. Gavin Webster. The um, um, before I'd done it, like the, the one before, I was talking to Chris for Blackfriars, because I've done a few shows in there, and he was like, it's mental, like when you're on stage. The place is like pure bedlam. Uh -huh. And then when a comedian goes on, they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> they just know how to behave. Hi. <laughs> it's fucking carnage, man. It's carnage. It's fucking it's like, carnage. It's like when you're in a house and your dad's like, I've got a pal coming around, so you better fucking behave yourself. And that's it. They're like, oh, all right, that's his mate. Hi. Aye, it's it's good. Um, it's good energy. I can't, I can't really describe it. It's. And, but see, when I was like, that to that guy, you're fucking slabbing through his set, you cunt. And he's like, I know, I'm sorry. It's not like he's arguing with me. Aye. He was agreeing with me. Because I had a couple of mat. We done Dumfries on Friday, which yeah. was fucking weird. <laughs> there was just a bit of A4 paper attached to the wall that said comedy fun night. <laughs> no, it said comedy night event. Full <laughs> stop. <laughs> comedy night event. Full aye. stop. Right. And then it was just I. It was a weird shape of a room as well. Like it was like a room in a pub that wasn't designed for it. It had a staircase in the middle and like a pocket of like 40 people here and a pocket of like 30 people here. And then it was like a, wee, a group of like young people that were laughing up here. But then just some of like old people who done Dumfries that were just like, don't know what an egg is. Aye, like. Yeah. yeah. Farmers as well. A guy shook my hand after it and he was built like a brick shithouse, man. He's like, I really enjoyed that. I was like, holy fuck. That's Aye. farmer horns, man. It's <laughs> farmer horns. <laughs> Drinking hoffs all night and he wasn't even drunk. Like, he's grafting it in the fields, man. Fucking Aye. hell. You batter your cunt in. Don't freeze. Fucking hell, man. And then Saturday, I mean, Saturday was weird as well. Bring your own bottle gig. And it was mental getting heckled all night. Still, like, done enough to, to, to have a good gig. And then it came to the funny bunch, and I was like, if any cunt fucking eagles me, I'm going to snap. <laughs> but apart from that, I love comedy. You know? <laughs> Where were you on Saturday? Paisley. Oh, aye. You mentioned that. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that at the funny bunch that you'd been on Paisley. Yeah. Paisley's Paisley's a weird place. Paisley's mental. Aye. I talked about it on Saturday, the last time I was in Paisley. I swear, Paddy, I'm not even <laughs> lying, right? See, when I was an open spot and I was younger, a lot fitter, looked more handsome than what I already am. I remember walking towards the venue, right? I swear on my mother's life, walking towards the venue that's not there anymore. It's called the Copper Coin. 
this bird was leaning out a window and she was like, ah, all right. And I just stopped in the middle of the street like, ah, all right. And she's like, see her, see her pal's name was Claire. Claire, look at him, he's good looking. Claire came here and then it was like, do you want to come up? And I was like, why? Like having this conversation, like, moan up and stay, stay, <laughs> like get a drink and all that. And I was pure, I carry, I'm gigging. These two birds trying to pump us, but I was like Go oddly on. flat, like I, I wasn't scared. Like, Aye. see if it was a lassie and two guys were shouting, you'd phone the police, and I'm Aye. like, ah, fucking yes, man! <laughs> in the middle it. of Paisley, pure buzzing. Phoning <laughs> 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 the country runs gig, like, I can't make it, man. Oh, well. <laughs> and see, it shows you how fucked I'm on the head. That's a regret that I have to this day. Like, you know, why did I not go up there and pump the buffer? Just, like, the material you would have got here, something mental would have happened. Their dad's po- sleeping in the next room and like you go up and they're like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking like Because I was so young and silly, because I wasn't drinking at that time. Know that I was sober, but I was pure I'm not drinking tonight, guys. <laughs> I'm just on your soda water. Well fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> These are the types of things that you should be talking about in therapy. Why? <laughs> what, what, the, what, what do you mean you mean that uh, I shouldn't be gutted that I never went up because I'm gutted that I never went up ah, I'm gutted you know <laughs> <laughs> have you got any diluting juice guys <laughs> why is there a slab in the bed <laughs> that's where, all, where it all started uh, slab there was a paisley. slab under uh, the bed we made a breakthrough tonight aye <laughs> <laughs> but aye paisley was fucking mental when's your next gig um, also, have you ever had somebody for a Wednesday shout that they wanted to pump you? Eh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one no. <laughs> Get it up, you wee man. Um, no, I'm pretty sure people have shouted that at a Wednesday in Black Hill, but aye, but uh, it was just fucking guys to other wee guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad's going to shag you. Um, I think, I don't know what my next gig is. Uh, Sunday, I'm doing Merchant City Comedy at Blackfriars a Sunday oh, with good. Mark Jennings and Gary Little. Don't know who the middle so I'm hosting it. Um and it's good like hosting in Blackfriars because like obviously the funny bunch is always packed, but like even if you only have like 30 people when they put the tables and chairs out, like it still feels busy and nice. Yeah. And you can talk to cunts. Is that Ian Pringle's gig? Ah, that's Ian's gig, aye. Yeah. That's a good lineup, man. Aye, thingy. Aye, so like Ian's away, but he, like he's got me to host them. Good. So he still does all the booking and all that. It's a perfect situation for me. Because oh. I love doing the hosting, but the actual promotion and all that shit, the admin, pfft, nah. Yeah. You you are a good host, mate. Thank you, mate. That means a lot, man. Very funny comedian, but I do enjoy watching you host. Um, you need to get yourself on TikTok. I think you'd be brilliant on that. No, oh, thank you. Sean was saying this on Monday because I was doing bits just after crowd work. That was deed on Monday as well, but I was doing bits that were like decent. And I was like, he's like, you need to film this and fucking put it up. Yeah. So uh, Sean said he's going to start filming stuff for his clipment because he's good with it. Editing clips and that. Good. There's no many people that would uh, Scottish TikTok, mate. Peter Tobin's niece. I mean, you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna be up against her. What about Peter Tobin's niece? Is she's she... she's on TikTok, mate. Is she? Yep. Aye. What is she like? Big on TikTok? I don't know. I'm not on TikTok. Uh, and both. I mean, big for the wrong reasons, probably <laughs> that people are just laughing at her because it's Peter Tobin's niece. Oh, You've probably seen her, mate. She's like, alright. That one, fuck's sake. You seen that? No. So she's like massive with ginger hair, and she was trying to pump her boyfriend one night, and he's like, "I don't want to pump you." Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I'll fucking sort myself out. <laughs> this is while being on TikTok, TikTok Live. On TikTok Live? Yep. Oh, man. You fucking say that all the fucking time. Oh. Fucking oh. sick of fucking sort myself out. I've got a sore back. Ah, you've always got a fucking sore back. 40,000 people <laughs> watching it. <laughs> well, this is Peter Tobin's lineage. Yeah. This is the lineage of Bible John. Aye, this is it, aye. A Scottish legend <laughs> to this. Like, what the fuck? Aye, find that insulting. That's like Jack the Ripper's fucking nephew, just like <laughs> being a bin man or something. <laughs> How dare you tarnish his name? <laughs> hey, mate, I'm so glad we didn't have that shit when I was in school, man. I'd be fucked. <laughs> like what are the mad things you've done man Oof, man getting a kb at the school disco and start greeting <laughs> and then tell us a podcast story? Is that a true story? aye man fucking oh so many what, things man what, what, what age were you when this happened mate i was about 13 wearing my wee diodora trackie so doing like first year last right. year i fancied all year had a couple of had a couple of mad dogs on me is that a christmas disco uh, aye and then thingy went up to her and she was like fuck off you we reject and i was oh. like oh no and then after it drank like half a bottle of buck fast and then a full bottle of mad dog woke up in a hospital with my stomach pumped oh. like i got to like rooting alcohol problems right there man heartache <laughs> <laughs> rejection i mean you're, a simple... you're built for stand-up mate <laughs> hearing that fucking origin story i'm like you're built for the game man you're gonna make it you're gonna do all right you're gonna go far bro. a simple no would have been all right <laughs> saying fuck off you mad goblin you're on a diodora track oh mate you're like arguing my ball like, you got me a diodora track you fuck's sake for a night going blaming it on everybody else i blame it on everyone i went to my I went to my, was it was it the Christmas disco? Aye. Is that what it was? I went to my Christmas disco in a royal blue Sergio trackie and a pair of Air Max, mate. Oh, I swear to God, like I went home at lunchtime for school, got a shower. Do you know what I mean? Like Aye. you're fucking thirteen, you shower like once a year. Yeah, got a shower, got my trackie. Put, I, I'm, that's the best I've ever felt. Like I've been <laughs> trying to capture that feeling. <laughs> Aye, the swagger. <laughs> the swagger I had going into that disco with that fucking my hair all spiked up and all that and like that, that fucking Sergio Tishini tracksuit and a pair of Nike Air Max on oh. and I was like, oh my god, this is a I peaked. That's when I peaked. Aye. I'm, <laughs> I'm the tits, man. I'm the tits. I'm on top of the world. Links Africa. Aye. Aye, half a top of that mad wet look gel that had like the bubbles Aye. the mad red stuff strands. that you used to get Aye. Aye, man, in a bottle of fucking Dolce Gabbana like pure yes man can't wait. glory days mate <laughs> they were the glory days um, so see if people want to get you on social media uh, get you? probably my Instagram it's at the pad bible yeah. on Instagram that's the only one I really use but fucking I never update it, man. I just I don't know why. Like I when Vine first started, and Vine was TikTok, wasn't it? Because like I yes. used to follow you in Vine years ago. And um That's mental. Thingy. I used to make vines and I would get but none of them went that well. So I was like, this is shit. Yeah. Like so I made four and they, they went none of them went viral. I'm like, she pish. So um I have just no get TikTok strange as well though, because see sometimes at gigs, somebody will be like, "All oh, right, mate, I'm a, I'm the fucking noodle guy." I'm like, "What? Uh, like, I'm the noodle guy in TikTok." I'm like, "What do you mean? Me and my missus paint ourselves red, and then we eat noodles. We've got ten million followers." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know who you're, mate." And he's like, "What? <laughs> like offended that I don't? How am I supposed to know who you're? You can't." 
I was supposed to know everybody but on TikTok. Cheers for coming to my gig. Just for the ten Thanks for the ticket. If I'm, if I'm doing crowd work and all I hear is, Oi, and I'm like, fuck, Tobin's niece is in. <laughs> <laughs> With a slab above her head. Fuck. <laughs> so what's it like being a chef? Are you stressed that you're not? No. I'm all right with it. Like, you're allowed I, to say where you work? What's that? You're allowed to say where you work? Uh, I won't, but um, the... I don't, because they'll be mad cunts coming. They uh, stand up but, for us. Um, <laughs> thingy, I, I don't work full-time anymore. So, like, when you're working, like, full-time, I used to work, and, like, you'd be on contracts for, like, big companies. Yeah. And you'd be contracted for 40 hours, but you would work, like, fucking 80, like, all the time. That was just the, the culture of the fucking game. So if you were, say... Say, say you were in death row, right? And yeah. they were like, make your own last meal. What would you make yourself? I mean, I make myself a box of red box cheesy pasta. That's what I would make myself. Crafts. I, I like food's my love language. So like if I'm cooking for my girlfriend and my family, like I'll make them like the best thing ever. But for myself, I'm like a pure afterthought. Yeah. Aye. So what if you were making Darren his, oh. say you were like tasked, Darren's in jail, he's red dragoned it. And uh, he's, he's, he's getting executed and it's his last meal and they're like, Paddy, I, he's requested that you make him, but you need to make the decisions for him for what he's to have. What would you make him? About like, any allergies? He's on death row and he's got a severe Aye. peanut allergy. Like, no, no, he's supposed to die at three o'clock, no, two o'clock, you die. Aye. <laughs> no allergies, no. No allergies? Nothing like that. Is there anything you hate? No, no, really. Oh, I made you like scallops. I don't like for uh, I, I could do that. I would do scallops for your starter, and I would make it with black pudding and a pea foam. Oh, have you ever had a pea foam? No, no. They're like peas, is it? No pish, like peas. <laughs> and, uh, I've had a foamy pish before. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had foamy pish. Make your own death row. Fuck them. <laughs> and then I would make it. I don't know if you. I mean, just like something classic fillet steak, parsnip crisps, peppercorn sauce. Oh fuck I. I mean. Yeah. I mate for dessert chocolate yazoo chocolate yazoo <laughs> mate I'd give you a chocolate yazoo fountain oh mate I you'd have one as a fruit and all that that sounds good aye mate and I like a lemon meringue oh aye mate have you ever had key lime pie it's not hanging in me uh-huh. key lime pie used to be massive when I first became a chef like 20 odd year ago yeah and uh, it's no you don't get it anymore it used to be amazing Maybe lime jelly and all that <laughs> aye I'm up for that I'm getting horny. We're actually going for food after this. Uh, We're going to get a munch after this. Where he's gone. Go to go to AFF the Mad Steak Gaff in Woodlands Road. It used to be the Hulk. Oh, it used to be the Hulk. Aye, mate. I've been there a dynamite, couple of times. Man. It is dynamite, but there was one time where it, it let me down badly. Like, I had been out for a night out. It was um, Christmas. No, that Christmas there, Christmas before. And hadn't seen my mates in ages and all that. You know, it was like the first Christmas where it was like, there's no COVID and all that. So we were like, we'll go for a big mental night out. We went for a mega night out. And then on the Sunday, I was like, I want a roast. Aye. And I was like walking down Woodlands Road and went in. I was like, do you do a roast? And they were like, aye. But it was not a roast. It was a roast, but it had like weird shit. Do you know what I mean? And it was aye. like, what's that flavour? Why, why why is there fucking aniseed in this roast? It was like that type of thing. 
and it, I was badly disappointed. Oh, that's a shame. Because like that's what always goes wrong with these kind of places. So like when it first started, it was just steaks, and that's it. But like you always get like people are like, no, you should do this on a Sunday and do that. Like just stick to where you're good at. Just do the thing you're supposed uh -huh. to do. Yeah. So he's gonna you are going for a steak right now. Yeah. Uh -huh. We'll get a steak. Jammy bastard. Are you working after this, mate? I mate, I've got a meeting. Unfortunately. Or you could come. There's a surprise though. <laughs> is there? Peter Tobin's niece is gonna be there, mate. <laughs> she wants to start a podcast with you. I'll do it, man. Can she run the social media accounts? <laughs> <laughs> is she good at doing clips? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrific. <laughs> it's horrific. I tried to do that joke in Edinburgh. I was like, Peter Tobin's nieces get TikTok. Complete silence. Done it in Glasgow. Yes. Aye. She's fucking brilliant on it. Standard ovation. Hi. I fucking love her. I think we've done an hour, Paul. We have. Have we? Yes. Yeah. We've done an hour, mate. So if anyone's listening, go and check out Paddy and Pierce at Blackfriars. Um, it's going to be a great show. You know who Pierce is. He's done the funny bunch. He's been on the podcast. These are the next batch of comedians that are going to be shit hot in Scotland. So there we go. My Pavilion show is on sale Friday the 27th of September. A lot of people are buying tickets. I actually think it's probably going to sell out before the night the way that it's going so if you're listening to the show and you've no got a ticket i would say get a ticket um it's going to be a good night the next funny bunch is sunday the 17th of march st baddie's day so it's going to be fucking mental um <laughs> ah, it's uh -oh. going to be chaos man I'm, i might have to hire bouncers uh <laughs> But I, that's what I've got to say, Paddy. You want to say anything else, mate? Nah, thanks for having us on, man. It's, it's been class. No, here, no worries, mate. I've always had a good laugh with you. I've always enjoyed being in your company. Give your podcast a shout, man. Oh, fuck I, mate. I'm talking about, just talking about how shy you are on social media. Uh, I do the Phil Shy podcast with Peter Bell, uh, like, every week. Um, we talk about English football. No Scottish football because we want to gig again in the city. <laughs> um, so I uh, we talk about English football. It's it's getting better. We started off kind of shite, but we're getting better because we started off. We we're just doing match of the day analysis. We're like, can't we just watch match of the day? So we'll start to do like football <laughs> stories and facts and bits, and like it's getting a lot better. We're improving. Good. Well, I recommend it because Paddy and Peter is funny as fuck as well. Paul, thank you for your help. As always, Argue and Co, thank you for sponsoring. If you're listening to the podcast, give us a five-star review. Thank you very much, and see you next week for when Peter Tobin's niece is in. I'll make that What's funny, Monday. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Built like a brick shit house, though. I'll sort myself out, then. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.